Today's Your Daily Bible Verse devotional is sponsored by the David Caleb Cook Foundation. If our podcast has been a blessing in your life, would you consider helping us get Bibles to children in Muslim countries? Go to davidcalebcook.org backslash dailybible to donate. Your gift will help send God's Word to children around the world. Hey, listeners. Thanks for joining us for your daily Bible verse. We hope you enjoy this deeper look at one of your favorite, or maybe not so well-known, Bible verses. To get all of our episodes straight to your phone, just subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. To find more Bible studies, Bible reading plans, and verses by topic, we'd love for you to visit us on BibleStudyTools.com. Numbering Our Days, The Value of Today by Greg Laurie Read by Jason Brown Today's verse comes from Psalm 90.12 Teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. Life is filled with opportunities, but the big question is what we do with them. Do we let them slip by, saying, maybe next time? There is always another day. Or do we seize them? We may not have as much time as we think. Dr. Leslie Weatherhead calculated the average length of a life using the hours of one day to illustrate the importance of recognizing the value of time. He concluded that if your age is 15, the time is 10.25 a.m. If your age is 20, the time is 11.34 If your age is 25, the time is 12.42 p.m. If you're 30, the time is 1.51. If you're 35, the time is 3. If you're 40, the time is 4.08. At age 45, the time is 5.15. If you're 50, the time is 6.25. By age 55, the time is 7.24. If you're 60, the time is 8.42. If you're 65, the time is 9.51, and if you're 70, the time is 11 p.m. Psalm 90.12 reminds us, Teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. Or, as the Living Bible puts it, Teach us to number our days and recognize how few they are. Help us to spend them as we should. Ephesians 5.15 says, So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Jesus told the story of a man who went on a journey and left his money with his servants. This was not an uncommon thing in those days. A wealthy man or a ruler would have many servants in his household, from those who performed basic labor to those who managed the financial affairs of his household, even his business. In many cases, some of the man's servants would be better educated and skilled than he was. Highly trusted slaves had a virtual free hand within prescribed areas of responsibility while the owner was at home. When the owner would go on a journey, he would leave full authority in the hands of these key servants, who would have the ancient equivalent of a powerful attorney. So Jesus described a scenario in which a wealthy man went on a journey 
and left the key servants in charge of his possessions. It's difficult for us to know exactly what sum he left them, but one possibility is that he gave the equivalent of $5,000 to the first servant, $2,000 to the second servant, and $1,000 to the third. What are you investing your days and time in? What is Jesus' story saying to us? I think it's quite obvious. Jesus is like that wealthy man who goes on a journey, which spans the day he left this earth to the day he returns in the second coming. We are the servants he has invested in, and we are to take what he has given us and use it for his glory while we wait his return. In the New Testament, a word that is often used for slave or servant is the Greek word daulos. It's a term that describes a unique class of servant, not someone who was made that way by constraint or by force. A daulos was someone who had been freed by their master, yet still chose to serve out of love. The servant was so thankful for this pardon that he or she would willfully choose to serve. The Apostle Paul often referred to himself as a daulos, and that is what we are as followers of Christ Jesus. Christ has paid an incredible debt for us. He has pardoned us, he has forgiven us, and now we should become his voluntary servants. Not because we have to, but because we want to, because we love him. We recognize that he has instilled certain things in our lives that we are to use for his glory. Certain gifts, certain talents, certain resources, everything. Paul wrote, Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. That comes from 1 Corinthians 6.19. Jesus said, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross daily, and follow me. That's from Luke 9.23. This doesn't mean that we must take a vow of poverty. It simply means we recognize that it all belongs to God. Our lives belong to God. Our families belong to God. Our possessions belong to God. Everything is his. In Jesus' story, the first servant took what he had, invested it, and received a 100% return. He doubled his master's investment. The second, though he had less, did the same thing. This demonstrates that it isn't a person's talent that matters as much as how he or she uses that talent. God never demands from us the abilities we don't have but he does demand that we should use to the full the abilities that we do possess. We may not be equal in talent, but we should be equal in effort. Take what God has given to you and do the most that you can with it for his glory. God can do a lot with a little. If you don't believe me, just ask the boy with the five loaves and two fish who gave everything he had to Jesus. It didn't seem like a lot but Jesus used them to feed a hungry multitude. Jesus can take a little, bless it, and multiply it. He can use it beyond our wildest dreams. How to number your days. If we will humble ourselves 
take what we have and offer it to God if we will be willing to do what he has placed before us and be faithful in the little things then he will give us more to do I would rather try and fail than never try at all anytime you take a chance you can't fail but it's better to try than to never take chances and never have anything happen in your life so seize the day seize the moment seize the opportunities before you don't put it off too long because you may not have as much time as you think be productive with your life be productive with your time and seize the opportunities god has given you hey everyone thanks for listening to your daily bible verse a production of the salem web network If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to iTunes and rate and review our podcast. It really does help people find us. This episode was produced by our managing editor, Kelly Givens, and recorded and edited by Stephen Sanders. Be sure to come back tomorrow as we examine more of God's Word. Did you know that children between the ages of 4 and 14 are four times more likely to accept Christ than they will be as adults? And that need to share the gospel and the love of Jesus with precious children is even greater in the Muslim world, where many never hear about Christ's love for them. You can help lead children in Muslim countries to Jesus by sending them a Bible through the David Caleb Cook Foundation. Your gift will send a colorful, comic-style action Bible that connects with kids so they can know the hope of Jesus. So please, give your best gift today at davidcalebcook.org backslash crosswalk and watch as God transforms these children to transform their world. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. In a world where relationships are easily broken and often discarded, the Rebuilding Us Marriage Podcast is your lighthouse, guiding the way to hope, restoration, and transformation in Christ. I'm your host and marriage coach, Dana Shea. 
Join me as we discuss the necessary tools for rebuilding marriages from adversity, betrayal, and disconnection. It's time to reignite love as we rebuild marriages from the ground up. Listen to the Rebuilding Us Marriage podcast on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.